Hello, ladies. This is Sue Mills, and at the hearing of this podcast, we have the holidays in our rear view, and we are going boldly into 2023. Can I get an amen for that? Now, for this podcast, we are going to be looking at James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Now, this portion of Scripture couldn't be more perfect as we are rolling into this new year. We're going to be looking at God's wisdom versus earthly wisdom, and the Bible has a lot to say about wisdom, doesn't it? And you know, I've never heard a person say that they didn't want wisdom or that they didn't want to make the right choice or say the right thing. No, we all want that. Whether you're a believer or not, we want to do the right thing and make the right decisions. But here in James, we see different kinds of wisdom and the fruit of following these different kinds of wisdom. Just as you can identify a tree by the type of fruit it produces, you can evaluate your wisdom by the way you act. Now, I have three points that I want to go over during this podcast. Now, I know talking about wisdom, I could have many, many points. But for today, we're going to zero in on three. And here they are. Number one, know your God. Number two, trust and obey. And number three, ask. Let's see what James says about it, starting in verse 13, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says this, If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Interesting, humility that comes from wisdom, worldly wisdom with people that are wise or they're very strong in their opinions or they have a lot of learning. Humility doesn't usually follow. It's pride, isn't it? So point number one is know your God. You know, I just can't think of a better way to start out your New Year's resolution than to purpose in your heart to know God better. To eat the Word of God daily, filling your heart and your mind with Him. God, who not only spoke the worlds into existence and holds everything by his power, here's the amazing thing. The same God loves you, and he wants to pour into you. Proverbs 9.10 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. You know, as we spend time with the Lord, we need to take a step back for a minute and remember The beginning point for wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The word for fear here can be translated reverential awe, respect, awesome, awesomeness. The more you know him, the more in awe you are of him. To have this awesome fear of the Lord is where wisdom begins in our lives. Wisdom flows from seeing God for who he is and responding to God appropriately. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. As we learn about this incredible God and the fact that He wants us to know Him, because guess what? He knows you. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, and there is not a moment He isn't thinking about you. Ah, do you know that today? He allows you to take another breath. He allows your heart to beat another beat. He loves you so much. He wants to lead and guide, and he wants you to follow him. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Jesus says this, 
Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. Another way to say that would be, learn from me. And here's where he explains himself. Because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Take my yoke upon you. Walk with me. Talk with me. Learn from me. Emulate me. Having this relationship with the Lord is the wisest thing you can do. It's the beginning of wisdom. And remember, Jesus said, I'm humble, gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Now, it's interesting when James is explaining godly wisdom in verse 17. Listen to this. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, willing to yield to others, humble. Oh, he's explaining Jesus' character there. The wisdom, it's peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. What an amazing thing, this God that calls us to follow him. And he says, I'm going to pour into you wisdom, which takes us to point number two, trust and obey. Now, the more we learn about this incredible God, the more we're able to trust him. There's scriptures like, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Listen to it in another translation. Trust in the Lord completely, and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Amazing. Do you trust him? If you don't, ask him to give you the faith to trust him and then obey. But as you are doing that, remember this. There's an enemy out there and he hates you and he hates your close walk with the Lord. And he'll do anything to make you think you don't need Jesus or doubt his word. He will say things like, you have a brain. You don't need to ask God for that. His word is old, archaic. Do you really think he means that? Make your own decisions. Do your own things. And he begins to plant doubt. And you begin not to trust him and not to trust what his word says. But, as James tells us, what's the result of earthly wisdom? Listen in verse 14. James looks at what kind of fruit is being produced in your life when he writes this. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your hearts. Don't brag about being wise. That is the worst kind of lie. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and motivated by the devil. In verse 16 it says, For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder in every kind of evil. Wow. Those are strong words. The Bible also says that wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Oh, ladies, sometimes God's word is so contrary to what the world says, and the world is screaming at you to do it your own way, to love yourself, to trust yourself. That's not God's wisdom. So what is our part? Do we trust him in his word? and then act on it and obey him? Remember, we get to know our God, know his word, and we are called to trust that what he says is right. It's pure, 
And if he is Lord of your life, then his plan is good. Though it may not seem that the situation maybe you're in right now will ever work out for good, his word says it will. We trust in the creator of the universe and also the creator of you. We trust that he loves us so much and he has a plan and he calls us to trust him for every detail of our lives. He loves us so. We trust that when we go through hard trials that he is right there walking with us, encouraging us, comforting us, directing us, strengthening us. This amazing, awesome God tells us today, "Ah, I will never, no, never, no, never leave you nor forsake you. Ladies, I've walked with the Lord a long time. And can I tell you, he can be trusted. (laughs) And wisdom tells me to continue to trust him and obey. And then we go out in his name and in his wisdom, even when the decisions to obey him sometimes seem harder than the worldly wisdom that's screaming at you. Remember the outcome of worldly wisdom. It's jealousy, selfishness, disorder, and every kind of evil. Climbing your way to the top, no matter who you step on. That me, me, me world. And you know, when you're thinking me, me, me all the time, it makes a person and the people around you truly miserable. But the outcome of godly wisdom is peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others, being humble, putting others first, yielding to God's direction leads to being very wise. And my third point is ask. Now, isn't it remarkable that we can just come to God and ask for wisdom? James tells us that in chapter 1, verse 5. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he'll gladly give it to you. He will not resent you asking. You know, David in Psalms, he recognized that he needed to ask for wisdom. Listen to what he says in Psalms 51.6. I know that you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit, so come into the hidden places of my heart and teach me wisdom. David recognized he needed godly wisdom, and it was passed on to his son Solomon as well. In talking about the coming of the Lord, of Jesus, many years before he came, the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 11.2 said this, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. You know, over the years, I have prayed this scripture over my family and myself. I want the Spirit to rest upon me and my loved ones. I want them to have wisdom and understanding. I want the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, to be so integrated in their lives. Ladies, that's a prayer that God delights to answer. He gives good gifts to His children. And we are told to ask for wisdom, and he will give it liberally. You know, I need wisdom daily, especially in this season of my life. I need his wisdom for everything. I don't trust my own understanding. I can't see that far ahead down the road. And I can't make decisions based on my feelings because tomorrow they could be totally different. I need to ask 
the Lord every morning, give me your wisdom. Tell me where to turn. Tell me where to go. Bring people into my life. And Lord, infuse me with wisdom when I'm asked those questions. Jesus says, come to me. I want to pour into you wisdom, my direction, my love. And it's just so amazing that this God, the creator of the universe, who is all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing, wants you to walk in wisdom. Then trusting him by obeying his word and what he tells you to do, even it's against everything you think might work out. Oh God, give me the strength to obey you and give me the wisdom to know which way to go. Now I know there are probably people listening to this that might not know this Jesus that we love so much and might not understand all this godly wisdom versus earthly wisdom. So our starting point would be get to know him by going to Bible study, by surrounding yourself with godly people that will pour into your lives. Would you pray with me and would you commit this new year that we would know him better, that we would learn to trust him and have the strength to obey him? And we will ask daily, if not many times during the day, Lord, give me wisdom. Would you pray with me right now? Lord Jesus, I just hold up my sisters that are listening to this podcast, and I just ask that you would touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit. If there are any out there that don't know you, but they want to, Lord, you're just a prayer away. I pray that they would ask you into their lives. They would surrender, confess their sin, and learn to trust you. And that in this coming new year, they would get to know you so much, and your words would infuse them, and you would be that God they want to trust, and they want to obey. Infuse them with your Holy Spirit, and that they would ask daily, they would ask moment by moment that you would guide them, that you would pour into them your wisdom and your strength. So we thank you for everything that you're going to do, because what an amazing God you are. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.